welcome back to the only podcast you need to get you through your day virgins on a budget and now before we get into today's episode we have a very special sponsor anchor Today's guest is a very special guest that me and Colton have been trying to get on the show for a while now, none other than Adam Blad. We first heard about Adam Blad from a friend at BYU back in the fall of 2019, and let's just say we haven't forgotten him since. Um, so without further ado, we'll get this podcast started with the great Adam Blad. Um, as a special treat, this intro music is actually by Adam. Enjoy. Welcome back to the only podcast you need to get you through your day, Virgins on a Budget. And today we have a very special guest for you. He hails from Omaha, Nebraska, is attending BYU summer term, and has been called to serve in the Fresno, California Spanish-speaking mission. Adam Blad, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for inviting me to this, Caleb and Joshua. It's a real... No problem. Is it Joshua? But the fans have been wanting this for a while. It's been much requested guest. Really? You're only our third guest on the show, I guess. Yeah, so. I've, Tenth episode, third guest. How's it feel? I feel like I should have been the first. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's probably, I mean, if, if we lived in an ideal world, yes, and you should have definitely been the first, but um, you weren't. But now we have you. It's special, though, because it's the tenth episode. Oh. Um, so it's a milestone, and it's a milestone guest. So we're very glad to have well, you I mean, I might as well start listening on number ten, right? Perfect. 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 Yeah, we need you to, with your huge fan base, to convert a bunch of people to listen to our podcast. Yeah, dude, I'll give you guys shout-outs. I'll get you guys' listens up a couple hundred. Heck yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're pretty inconsistent, though. I feel like we uh, definitely could have stepped it up a little bit more, and we should definitely have been past 10 episodes by now. But Hey, um, I don't think most people can say they have 10 podcasts out, so you're doing a great job, Caleb. That is true. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. And we'll just get right into right. it. Uh, you're a musician. Wait, You've really? done lots of music. Yes. Uh, if people don't know, Adam, uh, he's come out with lots of different music. He's come out with albums, music videos, singles. Pop um, music. He's quite the musician. Um, how many instruments do you play? Oh, okay. Currently, I play um, the piano and the ukulele. But okay, so I'll, two. I'll explain over the course of my life. Um, in elementary school, I played the clarinet and the recorder. On uh, middle school, I did okay. percussion, so you know, like xylophone and drums. And then I also was playing the harp at some point for like a year or two. I don't, but wow, yeah. So I've done every family of instruments except for brass. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you're pretty much the Mozart of Omaha. Yeah, you could say that. Maybe Bach, but okay. Okay, put that in your Instagram bio. I think people will like that. I, I, that actually is not a bad idea. Mozart of Omaha. <laughs> All right. So your most recent album was uh, Breathless, correct? Incorrect. Is that the album name? It's okay. called Pause. What's next for you? What's what? next for me? Oh, it's called Pause. See, like I'm not even a real fan. Yeah, That's I'm so like a fan. <laughs> We're both going to start listening but to But there's a song called Breathless. It's called Breath. There's a song called Breathless. Just breath breath okay okay perfect 
Uh, that's wow, man. I need to I need to study my ad blad a little bit more. It's okay, bro. Before oh, so you call me ad blad? Colton, have you listened? What? Yeah, ad blad. I mean, that's that's your name. That's your stage name. I right? mean, ad blad, bladdy daddy, bladster, all of the above. Bladdy daddy, <laughs> that is the one. That's the key for. <laughs> is that what we should title the episode? Bladdy daddy featuring yeah, bladdy daddy. daddy. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Yeah. When we post about it and stuff, we'll be sure to use well, it. Well, I mean, okay. if you... well, excuse me. Sorry. Continue, Caleb. We keep interrupting each other. It's funny. <laughs> oh, it's fine. That's how podcasts are. I mean, we're only 10 episodes in. Like, we get a little bit better every episode, but it's always like, you know, especially when you're doing them over Zoom and stuff, it really kind of mm-hmm. gets a little tricky. But what I was going to say is, you know, I'm sorry that uh, I thought it was called, like, I don't know why I thought Breathless, or, but it's called Pause. How many songs are on it? Um, so I have the original album and then the deluxe version. The original has nine, um, and then the deluxe has 15. So... And the deluxe is like remixes of my old songs, just like edits um, to make them better. Yeah, and sounds awesome. And they're on every major list. Everything platform. except for Pandora, because Pandora sucks. But who uses that? <laughs> that is very true. Oh. Um, but yeah, I had a chance to listen to the album. Um, it's definitely, you know, not a lot of people are doing that. A lot, a lot. There's not a lot of young musicians out there coming out with their own albums, and you're pretty much independent, right? Yeah. From- I literally you do everything myself. Like I've had like one or two um, for my music videos. I've had a couple people help me like one or two times to film. But other than that, I make everything myself. Yeah, I kind of want to talk you, about your. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Colton. No, I was just gonna say, how did you get into to music? So, it's like producing sure. and, and things like this, where it's not just an instrument. So I mean, I've always played piano. For, I've I, not always played piano. I started playing piano. I was like seven years old. And then it was, like, after freshman year um, in the summer, I was just messing around on GarageBand one day. <laughs> I mean, that's how it all starts, right? Just messing around. And then I just, like, mm-hmm. I've never really, you know, put my piano playing ability and my singing abilities together. So I ordered a microphone, and then I made my first song, Pops Your Best Friend, and I liked it. And I was like, yo, I'm actually pretty good at this. And so it just sprung up from there. Um, and as far as, like, um experience goes making songs like i just i never i didn't have any official classes um other than you know piano lessons but i just i just figured out as i went and you know over the years i've gotten a lot better and um seeing my own growth through the years is really satisfying to me yeah i would definitely you say you can see that progression in the music you know from pop star breast friend to the <laughs> you know the last album pause um there's definitely um You've got a good, like, I I would say, um, like, catalog of music. Like, you like your songs are not, you know, all the Thank same. Um, and you kind of go from one end to the other. And there's a lot to listen to, which is good for, you know, if you're a fan of Ad Blad, <laughs> Bladdy Daddy, The Blast, should, or whatever you want to call them. You should probably call me Ad Blad just so they can find my username on Instagram better, you know? <laughs> okay, perfect. Sure. That's Ad Blad on Instagram. Yeah, plug my perfect. Um, so I just wanted to ask you kind of going off what Colton um, said, what's what's next for you in music? You know, you've talked about, you know, the beginning, you know, how you sure. messed around on GarageBand, but what's next? Adam? So, um, the pause album was my break. Like, it's a pause. Um, and I was planning on serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, but then Corona hit, and so I decided to come to college first. And so, like, I haven't released music after that album because I was going to be my break and then I was going to come back from my mission and 
then if I still wanted to produce music, um, what I really wanted to do was to open up a music school slash recording studio um, to just, as like, and I'm going to go to college for like entrepreneurial business so that I can learn how to do that. And that's, okay, very cool. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm planning to do after my mission if I still really want to produce music. Like, I mean, a lot can change in two years, but that's my plan right now. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. I'm excited so, to see what the future. So now plans. that you're at BYU and you're not on a mission, are you are you planning on making anything else, or are you or is I this is still the pause? Regrettably, did not bring out my music gear. The I didn't. There wasn't space in the car. The ride that I got to, up to BYU, there was not space. It was already cramped as it was, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna go on to a new experience Being of life, get a lot of ideas, and then when I, you know, there's a month and a half when I get back home before I leave for my mission that. I might go back through some and, you know, produce, maybe make a single or something like as a official farewell. So I've, I've thought about that. Yeah. That would so be you have a month a nice and a half. How, how long does it take to produce like a song or an album? What good? You're getting ready question. to make it. How long are you planning to? Very good question. So I have made a song in a day and released it the same day before. Um, that's actually wow. keep going, which was a collab I made with a few of my friends. We, we met together and then okay. we just grinded for like three hours, and then I edited it all and released it. Um, so there's those instances; those aren't very common. <laughs> um, it's more likely. Mm-hmm. I used to say like you know a single I could do in a week, um, but it's 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 so depends. Like I like nowadays, I give myself like months before I release the album because as I'm when I ha- the longer time I have, the more I change, and the more like. I've had songs where I'm making an album, and so I'm working on multiple songs at once, and the lyrics for one song isn't just isn't working at all. And then when I switch the tune between like um, with to a different song that I'm working on and put the lyrics onto that one, it just clicks. And so I like working on multiple songs at the same time for that reason, just because you can throw ideas off of each song you're working on. And uh, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it. it you can make a song in a day, you can make a song in a month, you can make an album in a month, you can make an album in a year. It's, it's really, it really depends. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite song that you've done? Uh, legacy. Legacy, I'm gonna be a legacy. That is, that is the favorite song I've made. Um, just because that one for me was like, remembering everything I, like, it was my like legacy. It was like, this is what I've done, and this is what it used to be, and now I'm here, and this is what I want to achieve. And it was a very personal song. Those ones are the best ones. I used to make songs that were, um, I'd write about a certain topic or idea that didn't necessarily mean anything to me. I just thought it was a cool idea. But over the years, I've changed into writing personal songs, and those are 100 times Funner, well, not necessarily funner, just yeah, easier course. to write because it's more personal and you can sing with more emotion. Mm-hmm. For sure. So that's your favorite song. How long did it take you to write and produce and everything like that song? Like you were talking about how yeah. you know some take a day, some take you know so months. How? What about that, that specific one? song? I was working on an album as well. That was the first song that I had the idea with for the album. I think that one from like okay. when I started working on it to when it was ended, it was about a month. So. Yeah, because I finished that one like before I finished any of the other songs for the album. Um, as far as what else was I gonna say? Oh, I like Waterfall as well. Interesting story with that one. I had my wisdom teeth out when I was producing the music for it, 
And so um, I had I couldn't okay. sing vocals. And so I had spent weeks just working on the music part of it to get it like so like how exactly how I wanted it. Because you have this idea in your head of a song, but it takes it it doesn't just appear. You got to work it, and the sounds got you got to work it. And so if, yeah, for sure. So for waterfall. I, I spent weeks working on the music portion, so that way when I was, you know, ready to sing vocals, it was completely ready and how I how I wanted it. Well, you know the story of Kanye West, right? Where he he got in a car crash and he had his mouth wired shut, and that's when he wrote and <laughs> and sung his like first big single, which was "Through the Wire." Do you would you consider that. yourself the next Kanye West? Um, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to be that bold, but you know. Any any artist is just their fan base. Without their fan base, they're just producing. Um, and, not, and that's not to say you produce music for your fans. I produce it for myself. But I think there's plenty of artists out there that deserve so much more. Um, they just don't have the recognition. So, Absolutely. Well, this podcast is going to be your big break. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> big break. So you were talking about getting your wisdom teeth out. Yeah. Um, and you know, after you you wake up from the surgery, or whatever people do, all kinds of different crazy <laughs> stuff. Did you, because you're a singer, did you burst out in song? What what was your wisdom teeth experience like post surgery? So for me, I actually instead of getting anesthesia, I just went to sleep. Um, so when I woke up, I I can't say I had like I started singing off and everything, but the experience of like forgetting what I happened in the last half an hour, um, it kind of changed my perspective on a lot of things and like made me think like we are wow, we are literally our memories. Like without memory, we're just a body and a spirit. So your memories are what make you you. Is that is that good enough? I'm gonna put you down for that. <laughs> yeah. Alright. That's profound. That's probably I would see that in like on a painting in a Deseret book or something. Memories I don't know. You by Adam Blast. <laughs> Perfect. You heard it here from Ad Blad. The next song, look for it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that'll be the that'll be like the comeback song. After the mission, everybody's been waiting. When is the next <laughs> EP? When's the next single? And that'll be it. So you heard it here first on Virgins on a bu- on a budget. Just don't forget that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um and I'll just another follow up question sure. to that. Um you talked about how you know you had this, you know, profound thought when you got your wisdom teeth out. When do you like when you get exp- where where do you find the most inspiration for a song or an idea for a song? So when I'm going throughout my day, often um, when I hear phrases or things that or things come to my mind or I read something, I have a notes page on my phone, so I keep I keep a list of those. But most like I have so many song titles on there that I haven't used. But I find the most when I I'm tripping over my words here. <laughs> That's one way I find inspiration. It's all good. But usually when I just sit down and write a song all at once, those ones end up just working better. Like late late at night, um, after like the emotions I feel about a person, those are always always very powerful songs. Um, inspiration like when I start writing. And I just force myself to keep writing. Stuff comes out that I hadn't even thought about before. Usually it starts with like a line, you know, or a name or a topic, something like that. 
and then as long as I'm like forcing myself to keep writing, I'll get some good things and I'll cut out the things I don't like. Um, so like dra it's writing songs is like writing a paper. You draft it over and over and over again. Definitely not me, and I don't know about you, but I got a friend, so toodaloo. Okay. There's been a couple songs like, um, I'm gonna try to think of names of specific songs that like I didn't draft at all. Um, there I can't. You just wrote it and just went for it. Like very little editing. There's been a couple. I can't really. I wow. can't really think of. It. He's a prodigy. <laughs> I can't really think of specific songs, but there's been a couple where it's like, it just like the the syllables match up the first time I wrote them, and like the rhymes are perfect, and I was like. That's always so satisfying. Wow. <laughs> that would be satisfying. So, Adam, you said you, when you're writing songs, and when you have the more emotion, the more powerful it is when you're writing it. And you said sometimes you, you'll be laying in bed and you'll have feelings towards other people. Have you been dating anyone? What is this? Are these about girls? Or is this just, I, are you angry? My, or what is this? Most of my songs that are about relationships are failed ones. Like, I don't know if you've heard it. Wow. And if they are successful, they're made up. <laughs> but, no, there's... Tough. Wow, really? There's nothing... Yeah, really. There's nothing that brings inspiration more than writing about how angry I am about someone rejecting me or something. Like, I don't know if you've heard Hoko No. Wow. Really? you heard Hoko No. Who could say no to this? <laughs> yeah. I, well, tell that story. Tell that oh, story. What okay, happened with so that? This one's a fun, fun story. So I decided I'm homeschooled, right? You know that. Um, but there yep. were I decided to go to um, my public school's homecoming. It would be the public school I'd be in if I was in public school. And so I'd, I'd gone there one year, freshman year, and then I had some church friends that went there, and I was going to ask one of them to go to homecoming with me, even though it was her school. Okay, now that that's that's out of the way in the story. Um, so all right, exposition. <laughs> I spent a lot of time and money preparing this like. Um, super extravagant proposal. I like had a maze in her backyard with string, and I had like a rhyme with it. Wow! And then I even put my proposal on a DVD. And like, anyway, it was it was pretty over the top. I spent like fifty bucks, and then um, she kind of came back with a rejection basket. <laughs> She's apparently made. Wow! She made plans with some other friends. It was it was like a week before homecoming. Yeah, don't ask a week before. And she'd already had plans to go with some other friends and she didn't want them to feel left out that she was going with a date and they weren't. And so I was like, you know, I'll cut my losses, cut my losses. I have other friends I can ask. I can totally get someone else to go with me. And so that same rejection basket, I turned into a proposal for one of my other friends. <laughs> I like wow. flipped it. It was like no. it was like I'm so blue <laughs> that I can't go to Hoka with you. And then I changed it to be like, I'd be so blue if I could <laughs> go to hook with you, and then I gave it. To oh my! You're a gosh. singer songwriter, yeah, so you have the, the was, talent to do that. It just came, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so you know, I dropped it off at one. Did she say yes? Um, I dropped it off at one of my friend's houses, and she <laughs> didn't really give me an answer. And then I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Hold up!" She was like laughing about it, like, "Thanks so much. That was so sweet," or whatever. And then it was like later that day that I was like, "So." Um, I was telling her plans, like, so we'll meet at this time, and this time she's like, Adam, I, I can't go with you. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? And then I was like, oh, and uh, during this process, after the first rejection of Homecoming, I had started writing the song, and so I, then I finished the song. After she said no again, I was like, well, it's perfect. It just had to be two no's in a row, because the song just, it makes so much more sense if it was 
Hoko no, not Hoko no yes. So, you know, it was, <laughs> I got a song out of it. It, it worked out. <laughs> you hinted that you wanted me to up and ask you, so I spent a bunch of time and money on my fiasco. Little did I know that you'd already made plans. Why'd you leave me on if you didn't want to go? It's a Hoko no. It was meant to be. I've said, I've said wow so many times during that story. That, I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's, that's harsh. Twice. Yeah, Two it rejections. was, it really, I mean, it was only because it was so short notice. Like, it, I hadn't planned on going, and it was like a week before, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go. So what I learned is don't, don't ask girls in short notice. Give them some time. <laughs> that's good. And there you, you go. Light dating advice from Adam. A little too hard. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> But that's good advice. That's good. That's good and advice. Like in the song, so for all, of, I'll, I'll say I'll quote yeah, a couple right, lyrics from the song. It's like, "Don't procrastinate, or you're bound to lose. Don't do anything the dates do, or you'll learn like me that girls don't like surprises." Well, that's it. That's my advice. Yeah, and I'm singing that. Bars, <laughs> bars. Thank you. Thank you. And that was actually. I, all I, right, Colton. I think you've got the next question. Yeah, go for it. Sorry. No, I'm fine. Man, I'm just. <laughs> Taken aback. Maybe they were just intimidated. I feel like a, a songwriter producer like yeah, you would I'm, be kind of intimidated. I'm hoping that's what it was. Just intimidation. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so you said earlier that you write your songs for yourself. What is that? What did you What did you mean when you said that? All right, then for myself. Is that what you said? So, yeah. So, you know, when you write something for someone else, you're having to always compromise. You're not specifically doing what you want to do and because of that you're not as passionate about it so like when i've not that i don't take other people's advice in like the techniques and things i should do um well actually i have taken people's advice like trying to produce a rap song doesn't work out i had two rap albums and no (laughs) one knew because they weren't rap Wait, you made two rap albums? that's my no isn't that isn't motivate isn't motivate a rap album I knew. Oh. I read the description. I knew it was a rap album. I could feel the vibe. I could feel the vibes. And then Pause. What's the other one? Pause, the single song in it called Pause was supposed to be a rap song. I wrote what I wanted and I did what I liked. I played a cool hook on the piano after ordering a mic and arrived later and I was ready to blow my cover that night. Take it for granted and I love my old life. But not once I felt what this idle feeling was like. Now people scream out and blah like it's always been around. Did you hear that one? Okay. It was like... Yes. So, yeah, you sent me a copy of the album. That's why I was kind of embarrassed that I <laughs> forgot what it was called. Breathless. I have it literally like right here on my bookshelf. But I guess it doesn't say the name on the outside. Well, actually, yeah, it does. It says pause. What? I, what? What? Caleb, how did you miss yeah. that? <laughs> I don't know. I think I just got nervous because you know, like this is the first time I've really like talked. Yeah, dude, to you. I didn't realize your voice um, was like. So this. I guess it's kind of like first date jitters or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna go back to his question about. Yeah, I I never. I mean, I've heard your voice before on the. Oh, on, the album, yeah, definitely but... many times. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna go back to his question about making songs for myself. So, like I said, like when I write about personal things, that's kind of what I meant when I said about myself, rather than writing about something that doesn't apply to me. That like, so like I'm trying to think of some songs that I did that for. So I mean, Waterfall turned out pretty great. 
but it really didn't have anything to do with it really wasn't as personal as other songs i made like i kind of just like developed oh okay okay a better example of this is pop's your best friend like these things are in my head from my favorite there is no that's not true that's not true <laughs> i keep thinking of instances too much where i'm like i do have some um I did have some people that influenced me in these songs. I'm trying to think of one where I like had no influence at all. Oh man, try again. <laughs> no influence on that one. <laughs> no. That's probably your most popular song. Is it fair to yeah. say that? And the thing is, most people thought that was my first song too. Like, pop stuff for best wow. friend hit, and then people started talking about my music, and then like I released try again like a couple days after. So that was what they like saw to be at like the top of my profiles and like, oh, try again. He released a song, mm-hmm. and so like. And I don't know, people still vibe with it, and they still, like, it's still a lot of my fans' favorite songs, even though, you know, as far it's my favorite. It's your favorite one? Do you, because yeah. for me, it's really hard to appreciate that one, just because it was, like, my second song, and it was very not, like, professionally made. Sure, it was, like, it's catchy and everything, but, like, when I see my old songs that are not professionally made getting more, um, like, streams and everything than these ones I spend, like, tens and hundreds of hours on that might be an exaggeration but like for an album i'd spend that long um <laughs> then it's like it's kind of like hard to like it's one reason i'm like you got to produce music for yourself because if you're producing it for other people and they don't listen or don't like it then you're just gonna you're gonna base your worth of your music or yourself on that you know yeah gotcha. so you're sure. so yeah you so you just you follow what you want yeah. not what other people, and people want. can tell when you that's all that's people awesome can tell when you make it for yourself because and then, then they like it feels more personal, and then they in turn like it more. Like they can tell if you're just like you're just producing it just because you want those streams or whatever. Like, you know, you get me. So you're not you're not simp- you're not simping for the fans. You're not putting anymore. out what your heart wants. Not to anymore. Put out. Not anymore. He's learned from his ways. Yeah. <laughs> <Tough>. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask you, you know, about about try again. You're gonna talk about it. How you know it's, um. You know, it was more frustrating and everything. But, I mean, that is your most popular song. And I think that's your most popular YouTube video. Yeah. Um, and you've got a lot of music videos. you got lyric videos. Um, and I kind of want to talk more about the music videos, like Try Again sure. and stuff like that. Um, what's the production process like for that? Like, how do you, <laughs> like, know what kind of visuals you want for that? And do you get people to help you film it? I it? Like, what's just explain love your process. love making music videos. Probably even more than making okay about the same as making music it's like it's like hand in hand just because i feel like Mm -hmm. i can be more creative because i've already produced the track so now i just get to like i get to show people what it means to me you know so the first thing i do when i'm making a music video is wing it (laughs) just kidding um for some (laughs) of them though for a lot of them that's how it's been like, I film them in one day in a couple hours. Like, I take my tripod, I go out to this place that I think wow. is cool, and then I literally just do random things there. Like, for example, um, try again, you know. I mean, that one made sense because it was me failing at a lot of things multiple times and then finally getting it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, you know, it's me around mm-hmm. my neighborhood and my house. Um, just, like, I've storyboarded before. I didn't storyboard. Um, I don't storyboard very often, only for my most recent video, like, Breathe and Disappointed. Those were two I storyboarded for. Um, and I mean, you can tell those are, you can tell Breathe is professional because I spent, that one was definitely my most rigorous music video I've ever made. Yeah, 
gonna ask you about that because sure. i remember you were like you were you had like a fundraiser going on or something when you were trying to save up money to rent the ring and like yeah it was like a big it was a big deal what was it what did that look like so i mean the process I had, for to, that. I had to research to find out which ice rinks i could you know rent out the times and everything and i went i went in person and i talked to the guy and then you know i set up a time um and then since i had the time i was like you know, um, and so I had a cameraman for that one. He was, I'd been in a short film, um, um, and he was the cameraman for that. So I'd met him through like, through, you know, um, that thing. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. my friend that I was in the track as well, you know, Abigail, um, obviously I wanted her to be in the music video. And as far as the fundraising went, you know, I hadn't ever done that before. And so I, I spent quite a while making that video, um, just trying to get people to, I know, I don't know, what, what was your question per se, just like how it went, or, I mean, I got like... Yeah, what did the process of like fundraising and the process of like creating that music video, was that? So like for the fundraiser, we know you like, you advertise it on like your Instagram and like YouTube. Yeah. But what did the back end of that look like? I, I mean, <laughs> just on GoFundMe, you know, I just created a page and... I just linked on everything, just try to get as much exposure as possible. The one thing I found with people is, though, they're very picky on money, especially teenagers. <laughs> like, and mm-hmm. planning yeah, something, sure. planning something that has multiple people in it is so hard. Like, I had so many people not show up to that music video shoot. They're just like, oh, sorry, just didn't work out, or I had something else come up. Um, and it's their loss, because it was phenomenal. Um, it was very stressful. Because, it looked like a good time. I mean, it was a good time, but it was also stressful because we had two hours to shoot everything. <laughs> and there's you wow. can't really make much mistakes when you only have a little bit amount of time. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we yeah. improvised a little bit in things that didn't work out. Um, and um, as far as, like, post-production went, um, I, made, I made my own video. My friend made a video with um, different clips. Um, and then he's actually submitting that music video to a um, music video festival. Um, like, it's, like, next month or something. So, like, we can... Oh, dang. Okay. Very cool. Um, and one more thing I want to say about music videos. Um, yeah, so there's some I've made, like, you know, where it's just a very impromptu. Like, Popstar Best Friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to this abandoned building that I got... Um, some, someone showed up and then... Because, like, the alarms, silent alarms went off because apparently it was oh. private property and I thought it was public property. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dang. So, so I had to, I had to completely change my storyboard for that one, and I just went around and... Wait, were they upset? Uh, Did they, like, press charges? No, they, they, they like, weren't upset. Yeah, he was actually chill enough to, like, let me film around the building um, just for a little bit. Because, um, yeah, there's... I, I literally looked it up on Google, and it said it was public property, and so I was like... I was so excited to go in this abandoned building and then I get there and like within five minutes there's a guy in a truck and he said the police were like waiting to show up but he was going to talk to me wow, first. Wow, that's crazy. Like, okay, well. Dang. <laughs> so yeah, then, you know. Dang. That's kind of scary. Gotta, you gotta be willing to not compromise but you know, just go with the flow 
and you know they always turn out great and they're such a fun time because um just because of that reason that you can do whatever you want and you, there's a bunch of like you know those weird music videos by artists out there that you're like why does this this makes no sense oh yeah at all. for sure and it's just them having a fun time like it's just you can be mm-hmm. since you're lip syncing it you don't necessarily have to lip sync you can either do your fun actions you can do some lip syncing scenes so it's just a lot of different creativity um that can come into play and yeah <laughs> that's what i love about it what is the what is the production look like for like a, for both your music video and your music videos and your music are you using what are you what software are you using, are so you I using s- like for your music I is it- started um everything up until waterfall was made in garage band so you know the classic try again that was mm-hmm. a garage band track mm-hmm. and beautiful <laughs> thank you and then i decided to upgrade my game and go with logic logic pro x Wow. So that's mm-hmm. what that's what I yeah. use currently for music, and the biggest difference I found in like you know advanced music production versus like simple GarageBand is just there's so many things that you can do. It's just choosing what you want to do. Like I came out here, I have a friend out in Utah that's also a musician, and he does some completely different things with his music production than I do. Like there's just so many different things you can do. It's like and the one thing I want to stress is um, you can always make a song better. Like, you can spend an additional, like, 10 hours on a song, even after it sounds perfect, just adding in, like, you know, more voices, more effects, more instruments. But you get to the point where it's like you just got to say no. You got to say it's 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 good enough. Um, and the same thing for music videos. Like, I've, I've, like, gone and exported the video, and then I'll watch it one more time and find a mistake. Or, you know, I've exported a song and I'll find a mistake. And I'm just like, Ugh. and sometimes those mistakes end up being the things people like and people notice, the things that make it unique. And so that's why I don't try to make everything For perfect. Because, sure. I mean, you, you can sound like a robot, but not everyone's going to relate to a robot. They're going to relate to, you know, it's uh, whatever I am, making mistakes. <laughs> a person making mistakes, I don't know. It's, it's... I don't know, Adam. I have to say... Uh, continue, No, sorry. I want to hear what you're going to say. You're going to say I was like... Perfect, okay. and it sounds because you like... were talking about you saying like, uh, you know, you can never, you can, you can do so many things with a song, and you can never, you know, you can always make yeah. it better. I don't know if you can make "Try Again" <laughs> any better. That song, it's just. I think <laughs> I mean, there's a reason it has the most plays. Oh, okay, it's, I have something to say. It's about "Try that, Again." Though. I actually had a request to make it longer, it's another verse or another verse or two. Really, really. <laughs> Who would do that? I don't know, dude. I think it has a, it's perfectly long enough. And then, like, I agree with you, Caleb. That one was, other than, like, well, I mean, I did do Ultra Vase, which was the Spanish version. Have you heard that one? No. no? So instead of... It's perfect. You're going to have to. Instead of saying try again in the chorus, <laughs> I say Ultra Vase, which means, like, one more time in Spanish. And it goes, Otra oh, Vez y Otra Vez. So... It isn't sing it, yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna say it. I actually <laughs> like that one better than the original, but I say, I have heard that one. I have heard that one. Do you think you're gonna use that one on your mission? You know, you're going to Spanish speaking mission. You know, they ask a little bit they're about you. Like, I mean, so what? Yeah, I'll be like, I make music. Good converting. And they're tool. gonna be like, what? Do you, no, the thing is, too, not even just for converting, but like, or yes, for converting, but like, it's music, but also a message. Like, you can sin and you can repent and you can try again. You know. Like you go to the base. It's it's okay if you make mistakes. You can 
you can come back from that. It, it's not the end of the world. So, man, you're gonna kill it in Fresno. That's that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it for sure. Um, it's good to make a song. See, that's why it's such a good song because it has multiple meanings. You know, you can apply "Try Again" or "Otra Vez" that's in this case Probably why it's so popular. So what you're telling me is I should make songs that are relatable in very many, in very many, in a lot of different to aspects. Everyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do. I mean, the music will speak for itself. So, I mean, we'll see, we'll you know, see. after the mission, yeah, after right? After the mission, dude. Definitely going to... So when will that be? That would be so 2024? So, no. No, no. It's what not, am I saying? It's not the year 2020. <laughs> yeah, I have a four-year mission. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know why I said that. So, yeah, it'll be like, you four know, year mission, yep. August, September-ish, depending on when I come home from my transfer of 2022. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, well, that's like when we'll, I'll get back. We'll have to so do that's a, like a coming back like collab for a podcast mm-hmm. or music. Would you like to be on for a track, sure. Caleb? For sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have the musical chops. Okay, Joshua can do it. I know Colton's Colton. like done some stuff in Garage Band, but <laughs> oh, dude, no, 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 dude. I have collab with people that literally don't know anything about music other than just talking. <laughs> wow, I would have never guessed. And that. keep going. Oh, okay, that's not. That's Caleb. You should do it. Caleb, you should That's do it. crazy. I don't know if I can. I mean, maybe we could, you know, like, do another podcast, but, like, it's, like, a remix. So it's, like, just there's parts in the songs where it's, like, ad lib or, like, the, you know, prelude or whatever. You want or to be, interlude on like an the, album. I, you know, I don't you know, know how they, like, there's possibilities. just, like, the sounds before a song. That's not the in- instruments, but it's, like, Yes, a, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, because the, they just made a posthumous album for Juice World. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Just go mm-hmm. listen to it. But and like yeah, there's like I think the first track in it is just like an inter- introduction, and it's like just from an interview of talk, people talking about him. That's awesome. We could be yeah. in we could be in the next. We definitely could do that. Take a snippet yeah, speaking, from Virgins on a Budget. Yeah, speaking of um, you know other musicians, Ed, we kind of talked about your inspiration earlier, like how you come up with songs and stuff. Do you have you know a favorite kind of music? Do you have a favorite artist? Um, yeah, I like Shawn Mendes a lot. Don't come at me. <laughs> Okay. He's like as far as like, I don't think anyone's gonna come at you. He's super talented. Yeah, as far as like you know, like the kind of the sound. I mean, I'm pretty independent as it goes, and so like when I listen to other people's music, I like. I mean, I'll take some inspiration, but it really it comes down to personal taste. Like, so Sean Mendes, you know, I've I've liked his stuff, and I've I've taken a little bit of inspiration from him, and then as far as like when I'm trying to rap, I've taken some inspiration from NF. <laughs> um, do you know NF? He's a Christian rapper. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar. I think I've heard it before. You don't know. Though. You know NF. You definitely have heard. Um, it. And then I have. Okay. Well. Yeah. And like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I know. And you then, know. I mean, I strive to make a sound or a, a track as like fire as something from Imagine Dragons. Like they're my favorite band. So. Yeah. The there thing about being in so. Have you ever been to one of their concerts? Uh, no, I have Sorry. not. I've been to one of Shawn Mendes' concerts, wow. but. Okay. And that was. Which one would you rather collab with? Well. Ooh, I don't, that's a hard-hitting I don't question, think, Caleb. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, as far as, like, I think I relate to Son Mendes more just because he's a solo artist, and it'd be, like, mm-hmm. I'd probably more, rather collab with him. Um, and that's the thing. Solo artists versus bands, like, because in a band you play, your each person has their job like an instrument, um, whereas, like, as a solo artist, you're playing a lot of digital instruments, um, so like you might play the piano or the guitar, but you're going to add in a lot of like, you're not going to be playing all of the instruments. And I mean, that's for any music production nowadays, 
but because bands have multiple people to work with, usually they can have more inspiration drop from them. They usually sound more full and it's more like of a bop song. But, I mean, you can make fire songs as a solo artist. You can make fire songs as a band. You can make bad songs as a band. And you of can course. make bad songs as a solo artist. So it's really about what you're willing, how much time mm-hmm. and what you're willing to put in. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely. Have you? So you I said think- earlier... That when Caleb said this is going to be the best time of your life, and you said, "Well, I I think I like performing live more." <laughs> have you per, have you had have you gone on tour? Have you like performed before? I haven't gone on tour per se. Um, twenty twenty two. That's when it's gonna happen. come back. Yeah, True. dude. Who needs college? I'm gonna go on tour. <laughs> um. So Perfect. I've performed at like two or three stake dances before. Um. I've crowd surfed twice. That's an experience. Um, wow, I've performed wow. at a couple of talent shows, um, just, you know, stuff like that. Not like, I mean, for a steak dance, that's probably the most like official one I've done before just because it's, you know, I got the mic. And one thing I've noticed, <laughs> if you want to sing along to your um, a song and be on beat, really have an earpiece because it's so easy with the okay. crowd yelling to get off when you're, you just, it just covers up the instruments, so... Um, I wish, I wish I had like some help in that aspect of performing live. Cause as far as my performance goes, I love it, but it's kind of like mediocre just because I don't have, I haven't had the right like practice set up and gear and stuff to go with. Yeah, for sure. It's Are you going to look process. for, would you look into any like venues? To, there's a ton of like places in Provo. Would you ever look into like performing whatever it's somewhere, somewhere by BYU? Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Um, I, one thing with me being so independent is I'm, I, I don't know if I would want to get signed. And when you're performing at these venues, you know, a lot of people are, a lot, there's sometimes like, you know, people looking out there to sign artists onto these labels that are usually small, but mm-hmm. for sure, I've thought a lot about it. And if I was going to get signed, I would, I would have to make sure my contract would like let me have as much, you know, flexibility. Um, just because I couldn't, I wouldn't feel like I had control if I was having to be on someone else's schedule and singing what they want. And yeah. So yeah, I. So if someone came to you with like a with like a record offer to be like a part of their label, you'd say <laughs> it'd be a tough bargain. It would. To get it you would on. be. Um, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't take it. But we would definitely have to have some things that we would, we would have to compromise on. Um, I mean, I kind of get it. You want that creative control, you know? Of, I mean, you're doing everything, right? You know, you're writing it, you're producing it, mixing it, you know, everything and like that. And then on top of that, you know, the music videos, merch, you know, all that. I can, you, I've only, I can only do that for so control. long, bro. Like, it would be really nice to have help because it takes a toll. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, so that's why it would be tempting to be, you know, signed. <laughs> for sure. But for sure. In your in your entire musical career, how many just pure man hours do you oh. think you've put into music, merch, music videos? Like how much have you invested into the app? Let's lab? let's break it down. Let's break it down. Starting with like as far as music goes, this most recent album paused hundreds of hours. Just hundreds of hours into this one. Hundreds. Yeah, Cuz I wanted it's, it's editing takes the longest after you've made your songs after you've recorded editing is double any of that at least just because it's 
there's a lot of secrets, you know, artists use, and um, obviously everyone doesn't sing a perfect track the first time, and so the the, the biggest thing for people is not auto-tune, it's called comping, and it's where you sing tons of different takes okay. of the same uh, song, right? And then you're going to piece together the best words, syllables, half syllables of each of, of like each take. And so you're going to when it's put together, mm-hmm. it's going to sound like perfect. And recent. OK, that's and that's cool. what I've done for always for the most part. Um, but recently I've thought like when I come back from my mission, I want to do like one takes where it's like. I might I might record it multiple times, but I choose one of the ta- like the best take, and then just keep it at that because you know that's when you get the those um, unique things about the track. Whereas you can like remove all the breaths if they sound really like <sighs> breathy because they sound bad. You're gonna remove all the um, enunciations um, that are just gonna that are gonna give it meaning if you don't. You know, you're gonna give it a, like a real feel, um, kind of like an acoustic mm-hmm. feel, but yeah. Well, perfect. I think we'll try to wrap it up here. Um, just maybe one more final question, Adam. Where can the people find you on social media? All right. I am on literally everything except for Pinterest and Tinder. Um, <laughs> so we'll go with okay. my Instagram. Does that mean you're on mutual? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said you said not Tinder. But does that mean you're on I, mutual? Um, That's an important question. We're not going to answer. There's no shame. <laughs> I, I got here. it a month ago. One of my friends made me get it. Wow. So, yes, I do have mutual. Respect. You better swipe up. Or, wait, swipe up. Yeah, let's swipe up. All right. You heard it here. <laughs> Go find Adam. He's hey, single. Hey, you're shot, mingle. bro. You got like two and a half months left. So, let's make it work. Do you plug <laughs> your music? Wait, do you plug your music in your bio? This is also um, an important question. I don't. Do I? I plug my TikTok, which, can, which plugs my music. So, if they want to go link to link, they'll find it. Okay. Um, gotcha. <laughs> perfect. So I'm on Instagram. That's uh-huh. primarily my um, way of re- getting the fans' knowledge out there. Um, and that's AdBlad. All right. And then we got TikTok, which is also AdBlad, and that's just my creative freedom without making music. You know, just fun videos. Um, and then Snapchat is AdBladster, and that's just my funny life. A lot of times it includes stuff about music too. We got Twitter, AdBladster as well. I use that when I post like music videos and then Facebook okay. is my name and that's just all of the things combined. So and you All right. Well you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Go follow him, get him that check mark on all platforms. And then you know, don't forget about We're like, waiting for it. you know, all the music platforms like Apple Music, Spotify, yeah. and YouTube. So Go get him verified. If you ha- if you haven't gone and listened to Adam Blad yet, now's the time. Hop on Spotify, hop on Apple Music, whatever your preferred listening platform is on. <laughs> Get on there, yeah. give them a listen. A D A M. Add all of add all the B-L-A-D. music to your library. A D A M. Adam B L A D Blad. Just pretty basic. So there you have it. <laughs> and if you want to find all right, well, Adam, if you want to share this podcast with your friends, you know, feel free. We would appreciate the exposure. And then if you this gets enough shares, Absolutely. maybe me and Caleb or Joshua will do a collab eventually. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds awesome. Well, thank you, Adam, for coming on the show today. We are so glad to have you. I think this will probably be our biggest episode yet, most listens. So 
I mean, thanks got for, that look to look forward I, to. I super appreciate the um, opportunity. Thank you for having me as well. Oh, of no course. problem. It was an honor, if I dare say. <laughs> the pleasure um, was ours, Adam. Thank you. So am I getting paid for this? For sure. <laughs> 45 uh, well, minutes. As as this is monetized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so as is customary here on uh, Virgins on a Budget, you can sign off with an amen brother. So like Disney Channel, like this is Ad Blad, you know. You can do with Blatty Daddy. It's up to you. Go ahead whenever you're ready. This is Blatty Daddy signing off. Amen, brother. This is Caleb, the king of interrupting and ruining the flow of the podcast. But I'm so glad we got to do this episode today. I'm signing off. Amen, brother. And of course, this is Colton. I love all you guys. Amen to this.